It's going to be a quarterback run up the middle. At the 10, at the 5, Murray dies for the end zone. And he's in for the touchdown. Got to launch it. He does. Left side, into the end zone, jump ball, and... Oh, my goodness, it's caught. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. He caught it for a touchdown with one second left. I can't believe it. Give Johnson up the middle. Gets leveled in the backfield by J.J. Watt. A tackle for a loss for Watt. Hello and welcome back into another edition of Cardinals Corner. Tyler, the first ever post-game reaction edition of Cardinals Corner. Of course, the Tyler I'm referencing is the Cardinals reporter for ArizonaSports.com, Tyler Drake. You can follow his Twitter at TDrake4Sports. Like, maybe if you didn't get to see this preseason game between the Bengals and the Cardinals and you want to catch up and maybe see what was going on while you're listening, get ahead of things, go check out at TDrake4Sports. Myself, I am Eric Ruby, 98.7 FM's afternoon contributor, and we are doing what we hope to be the first of many, 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 many game recaps <laughs> yep. on the day of. We're yep. going to get this out to you before you tuck yourself in to go to bed tonight, because what's more important than dozing off to the sounds of Tyler Drake and Eric Ruby <laughs> talking Bengals, Cardinals, preseason, preseason football? Yeah. yeah, nothing better, right? Nothing yeah. better. Yeah. Well, hey, it does feel good to finally talk about X's and O's in an actual football game instead of talking about social media accounts, off-season drama, and everything else under the sun that's gone on with this team. So it was weird. It was it weird was to weird. like see them in like a football setting, like not just a practice, not just like a press yeah. conference, not like not individual drills, not individual drills, individual workouts. So who's practicing? Who's not? And yep. obviously, a lot of starters didn't play in this game. A couple did, yep. which of course we're gonna get to, Oof. but. It was yeah. fun. Like yeah. it was, it was they, it was they, good they played good. Yep. The, the offense played really well. The defense, there was a couple guys who went out there and made some plays. A couple names we're going to mention on the back end who might be making plays for other teams. But Tyler, I have a brand to uphold and that brand is let's get negative, baby. <laughs> Let's get to yeah. the real reason why yep. we're all sports fans, and that's the raging negativity that comes from every single game and event. So, the good and the bad. Well, we're starting with the bad. And we're the good. starting with the with the bad. Yeah, and I guess if yeah, bad news. Yeah, are you a bad news first person or a good news first person? To be honest, I don't think it matters because we're going to do bad news first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, because you know what? Okay, I think that answers it for me. I think I just answered your question by yeah. saying I'm not going to answer your question. Yeah, let's just like like get the bad news out of the way. Let's end <laughs> on a high note because yeah, I, you know, I am big that's on true. like it's Friday night, Tyler. Yeah. Somebody's listening to this on their way to, to downtown like or Old Town or Tempe or something. You know what I mean? Like the night might just be beginning. Yeah. We can't. Send them off with that the, random with the Uber negativity. Yeah, maybe. Corner hey, the, you guys, you guys mind if uh, instead of playing your music as you uh, go to Tempe, <laughs> you mind if I play my favorite Cardinals yeah. podcast that you can download and that you know you can find on Arizona Sports. You can subscribe. And the Arizona you can Sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we're so excited to talk football, and yet we keep avoiding actually talking football. Zayvon Collins was really bad. He didn't. He definitely didn't do any favors for no, himself at all. For somebody who was listed as a potential starter who was going to get some minutes yep. along with Marco Wilson, Dennis Gardeck. And we ended up seeing Will Hernandez get snaps, but he <sighs> wasn't he wasn't kind of listed in that there. That dude did not need to play no, that he, many snaps he just, either. He, he just wanted to play football, but he's going to be so good. Zaven Collins. <laughs> yeah. Zaven Collins, man. I, I got to snuff that positivity out. Zaven Collins. <laughs> I look up because we're in the newsroom, you know, we got the 
game on a couple TVs, but we're also listening to the radio. We've got Wolf on TV. Wolf on TV, which was crazy. But I look up after a play, and all I see is Zayvon Collins with... I'm going to try to do this visually for everybody who's listening. His arms in an L formation, like you're pulling up on a pull-up, but then directly in front of him. Mm-hmm. Pushing up against somebody, but not successfully moving them. No. And basically getting bundled up. Yep. Like he was almost, for lack of a better term, like a toddler trying to push off and like just trying to get space or something. Yep. He just he didn't have it. And no, he didn't. He didn't make a single move play moment out there that you're like whoa that's let alone a first round talent but a solid starter who shouldn't be playing preseason you didn't get any of those flashes from him no none and if we're being honest i don't know if i expected to but at the same time i still feel disappointed that we didn't see any if that makes sense yeah no i i think i mean for me i i expected to see something it's it's a it's a potential projected should be starter in a pre in the first preseason game of the season where nobody, not in, hardly any starters are playing. There should have been something where it's like, hey, there's Avon Collins. Right. There is one of the starters on the Cardinals uh, defense that is playing in a preseason game. Instead, it was, oh, oh, that's Avon Collins. Oh, yeah. I mean, Wolf Wolf even went back on that play that you talked about and explained like. That's not what you do. You got to put your arm. You got to use your hands. You got to get around the guy. Like he just went in there and got stuck. And and exact and it, like exactly how you put it. And it's so funny because there's a duality of preseason, which is the dumbest sentence that I've ever uttered. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but you're right. But but there is where you know we like to make fun of it and say that maybe it doesn't matter as much. These starters aren't playing. But that fine line of when things matters is if you look like you belong out there or not. Yeah, the starters aren't playing, but if you are a starter, you, you should, shouldn't you, you shouldn't should, just look like everybody else no. out there, let alone look worse than everybody you else stick out there. stick out like a sore thumb. Exactly. And you didn't if anything, you saw Zayden Collins who stood out like a sore thumb for the wrong, wrong reasons. reasons. Yeah. You're looking at him and you wanted him to go out there and you want to be like, "Man, we don't want to play you more than two two possessions on defense because you're just dominating." He should he should have he should have played like 3 quarters. Three quarters of the game. I mean, ah. he just did not. He just was not. I don't know. How, I don't know. They, though he needs to show that he's progressed, and at this rate, that didn't show. Okay, that you he's know progressed. what? Yeah, you're right because you go back and you've heard what Vance has said and what Zavin says. Like when you compare him and Isaiah, it's Isaiah's been doing this. Isaiah's been playing. He's been playing great, but can he take that next step? Mm-hmm. With Zavin, it's not about taking the next step. It's about taking a step. It's about being on the field and playing downs of football, which he simply didn't do at the end of the season he last just year. Looked, he looked like he was still thinking, and that's the one thing that he's and talked about. And it's preseason against the second stringers. Exactly, and that's the one thing he's talked about, is that he's felt like he's taken a step in that regard and, and is able to, you know, kind of just go. And it looked like he got stuck kind of just standing there a couple times just because he didn't really know what was going on or, or where to go next. And and that is one of the biggest things that stood out last year with them. I know. And look, he had his full offseason, right? No distractions for him this offseason. He had more than enough motivation to go out there and to make his snaps matter. Again, mm-hmm. preseason as a whole, three months from now, when we're in the middle of hard knocks and the regular season's going on, we're not going to be thinking much about this moment no. for everybody else. But in my opinion, two players, Zayvon Collins and the guy that we're going to talk about next. Yeah. Marco Wilson. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, here's here's the thing. Just one more thing on Zavin. Like he's got to prove that he deserves to be that starting Mike Backer because I'm tell you right now, it could very well be a Nick Vigil by week one. Yeah, I th- this I'm, preseason. I mean, this late. I mean, he did himself no favors. He's got an uphill battle to secure that spot, or else he's going to be a fill in plug in guy again. And that's what nobody on the Cardinals, or from a from a Cardinals fan standpoint, wants to see with a first no, round no, pick. Nobody on the nobody on the Cardinals wants that. Like, look. I don't care how you want to spin it, how you want to talk about it. It's ignorant to say you would expect you wouldn't you would not expect more out of your first round pick. Like, yeah, we have questions about Isaiah Simmons and what position he's going to play, but we don't have questions about if Isaiah Simmons is going to play. No, he's going to play, and he's not only going to he play. Is your he's going to play multiple spots. He's your he's your <laughs> he's your everyday first stringer starter. Going to put him out there and play a large percentage of snaps, or at least you would assume at this point. Yeah, Zavin. God, like, is he is he even going to be a starter? Are they going to like what? What's going to happen next game? Because exactly. you pull them after one, you're going to start him out again. there. You're going to start him out there, and he's going to start, and he's going to look lost again. And then what? Are you going to give up on him? Are you going to take him out again? Or are you going to let him work through his mistakes? Yeah, it's 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 the 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 Zaven path continues. But if but if, <laughs> if if his confidence is a problem, not not dominating in preseason and not going out and making that impact like that that has to affect him. Yeah, if confidence is a problem. Like there's a self awareness involved in there, and, and, and I can, he said so to himself. He loves pressure. He loves pressure. Everybody says that out loud. Every but football we're seeing player, right now that that's that, he's, hey, he's 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 struggling. Every single football player in their post game interviews. Yeah, well, every, every single one. Oh, I love pressure, man. Man, pressure makes diamonds. Ooh, pressure makes <laughs> diamonds, man. Pressure me. I'm a professional athlete. I don't feel pressure. Look, some of those guys, some of those guys, you could probably be like, all right, I believe you. But there's difference between saying words and acting on them. Yeah. Actions speak and louder he, than words. Look, you know how little pressure's on a preseason game? Not a lot if you're... Unless you're unless you're, unless you're a Unless you're a potential starter trying to solidify yourself in that role as a said starter. You know what else puts pressure on you? What? Your head coach calling you out by name. Yeah. And that happened this past week. Between Cliff Kingsbury and cornerback Marco Wilson. Who should who I think everyone and their mom thought was already a starter yeah. in this in on this team. In a very weak room, there was basically two names yep. that everybody was like, All right, good. De facto starters. No no questions asked, no nothing about nothing. it. And then yeah. And then all of a sudden Cliff's like, Yep, Jerry's still out on Marco Wilson. Like we like Byron, Byron's great, yep. Byron's your every down guy, you know, like some of you can rotate in. He's like and then we have Marco and you know he's, We don't know if he's an every down he, starter. That's the thing. He has a lot to he basically said he has a lot to prove, Ugh. but we don't know if he's if he's an every down starter. And like my lord for a a room that was already so low and depleted, like your cornerback room, to have one of those guys not even be confident as your starter, and then you go out there and look, two players who should have been motivated to play, yeah, were Marco Wilson and were Zayvon Collins. Yep. Obviously, everybody fighting for a roster spot is motivated to play, yeah, but those who have the roster spot. Like yeah. you're, those two they're are going to be on the roster. No, yeah. but they're, the expectations for them are through the roof. And I say it for any sport, basically. It's harder with baseball, but for basketball, like you know that the draft pick's good if they play in summer league. And it's just like, yeah, you don't belong here. Yeah. Now, does that always translate to success? No, but very rarely does somebody go into these 
these games of quite frankly less importance, less skill, less you know physicality. Put an average person, put a college player out there, they're getting ran. But on the standard and the level of the NFL, comparatively, this is basically the lowest level that you could do besides life practices. Yeah. Well, and and, and I think the thing for me with Marco, I, the one play that's going to stand out the the most is the not only did he get dinged for pi i mean they, he he didn't get called for it but he was clearly the one who committed the penalty should have had the mitts on also gave up the catch in the process so not yeah. only did he get flagged he still gave up the catch you're gonna that, do it and do it all just, the way holy cow like that's rookie stuff yeah and for a guy who played so much last year you would have thought the next step and i mean and that's and everyone's talked highly about him buddha said he's explosive in the conditioning tests and and etc cetera, etc cetera. but like if you can't put it together on the field like that I, that there is some problems and when antonio hamilton is probably jumping past you at this point for that number 2 spot what does that say that's not good for you that's antonio not good hamilton, for the team who had to fight off Rasul douglas last year yeah. in the practice squad well to be fair Rasul douglas went on a Hell of a redemption mission yeah, afterwards. But if he was cold, he was very cold. Yeah, I know. He he either was on his game or he was getting burnt. Yeah. But yeah, no, but that's the thing is is no none of us thought we would be at this point no. where it's hey, it's it's Byron and who knows. But yeah, is that is that naive of us or is that just Marco really underwhelming in camp? I mean Or maybe it, a lot of he, respected people. That's a lot of respected people, man, who follow this team, who cover this team, who talk about sports. When that came out, when Cliff said that, like, whoa. Oh, I had people asking me, like, are you sure you you like tweeted said, that right? Yeah, yeah. I had to check it multiple times because yeah. a lot of people are. Are you sure Cliff, that was said? Because Cliff doesn't do that either. No, Cliff is not. Look, Cliff has been showing more personality. He's been more out there. He's made more jokes. All of that's great, he, but he's not calling yeah. players out by name yeah. for lacking in practice. But that cornerback room has him vexed, dude. Mm-hmm. He's got them wearing gloves. He is talking about how you know Marco, obviously everyday starter, is still in question. But at the same time, like. Who else? Who? They got to make it. They're going to have to make a trade. They have to. They, and Gambo said that that's what yep. he would he would say would happen at this point. And of course, you know, there's still some time before a lot of guys maybe become available because as the preseason starts, so do injuries. But here's the problem: they the the need that they need is not going to get solved by signing somebody off the scrap heap that no. that can't make somebody else's team. That's the that's the, that's the end. I mean, that's the end of that road right there. You have to go get somebody that's legit. Or you have to sign one of those top free agents that are out there still. Which, uh, that, the, which the way that they've I mean, been they spending this money. offseason, is, it just it doesn't look like they're they, going to do that. They technically have the money. Yeah. They could go out there and spend. But, I, I mean, wouldn't you kind of rather, Steve Kime, make a trade, though? Yeah. You have to. With his history? Yeah. I mean, even last year, like... Get some player input. Yeah. I mean, uh, get ask Vance Joseph who he wants. Man, I will be shocked if we're going into week one and the only name that you can viably put in as a starter for Arizona is Byron. Is Byron. Mm-hmm. Something has to get. You're you're, you're going to get even. even it, doesn't, it doesn't matter how good your defense is anywhere else, man. Even if that person or people come in and don't 
do anything to move the needle, that's at least going to put pressure on the guys that are already here, and it's going to show you, like, hey, maybe we do have something here. Like, maybe it is. Is Marco the type of person to respond to that? Look, are you going to respond to them making a trade, but not your coach calling you out by name? Yeah, and maybe the Cliff thing was a coaching tactic. Maybe it was just like, hey, I know this guy has it, but he's just not showing up. i got to kick him into gear. And I think the groin injury didn't help anything either with with Marco either. And And it was was bang, bang with him and Cliff, with the Cliff remarks, too. So that's also got to be considered, but at the same time we saw tonight like there there's obviously some things he's got to work on if it was that bad he wouldn't play yep you know he's not fighting for a roster spot if his groin no. was that bad i don't think he would have played in this game no. but no maybe he gave, maybe he gave it a shot and maybe there was a little discomfort maybe that's why he wasn't that great but it's it's a name that, like, going into the game, we said, hey, we've really got eyes on these potential starters. These Zayvon Collins, yeah. Marco Wilson. And the thing is, I wasn't even worried about Gardak. We know what we're no. going to Everybody knows what they're going to get out of Gardak. It was like the, he's like the defensive Will Hernandez. It's, <laughs> it's the two other guys that it's like, these guys have to show up for this team to move forward. Yeah. But another person who... I mean, I'm, I'm thinking got, like, maybe the most coverage... Going into today's game, mm. it kind of pains me to say, man. Yeah. But Eno Benjamin, where were you? Yeah, he was He was the guy that I was most interested to see in that, right, in that like, starting role. Like, and it let's wasn't see, just you. Yeah, let's see you put everything together. Let's see all of this talk. Like, let's literally, like what we were saying, actions speak louder than words. Like, Cliff. Let's see what you do. Let's see how good you really are. And yeah, you only got, what, like five touches and I don't even think... Caught a caught a pass. Or no, like I, that, I think it was what five five rushes for fourteen. It was something yeah, it was something, something like, that. like that. But look, obviously it wasn't great. It wasn't what any of us were expecting with Eno. And this can trace back to you know Cliff was saying, "Man, Eno's looked real good. Oh, his confidence is through the roof." And then Eno saying, "Yeah, my confidence is through the roof." He's like, "I'm noticing all these different little things." And then there are stories. We're doing segments on ninety eight seven. I mean, Eno is driving a ton of it. Yeah, a ton. Like in a lot of my updates throughout the week, I used Eno Benjamin Sound more often than I ever mm-hmm. have. I, I mean, I picked him. I was on Burns and Gambo this last week, or this yeah, this past week. And it's good to see you there, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, was, yeah, good to see you. But yeah, it was just he was the guy that I was most interested to watch, just because that second running back is going to be so vital to this team's success in the offense. Just because we saw, it and last we haven't year. heard anything about Daryl Williams. Yeah, Daryl. We haven't is, heard a, a peep. Well, it's it, right now. It sounds like it's Connor. Eno, Daryl, Jonathan, Keontae. But the Jonathan Keontae thing might be even even. I mean it, it I mean might they right they both the had they both had good games. Yeah, they both they both found paper. We're, we're we're close. We're close to getting positive, but we still have to stick with Eno because yep. Yep. look, like we said, if you're gonna be out there and like being a number two running back is not really the same as like being like, I don't know, a starter for a lot of other positions. Like running back, you're cycled in a ton. And your number two running back, Chase Edmonds. Yeah, just look how at many Chase touches Edmonds. did Chase Edmonds get last year? A lot. A lot. A lot of touches. And like somebody's gonna have to fill that. And obviously Eno wasn't gonna be that guy through and through. But yeah. you would hope that just based off of his his athleticism, his strength, his power, he'd be able to run off something. I mean Look, a lot of people who had the speed today, they showed him. Like Victor Bolden Jr., his legs got working. Maybe yep. he didn't do a ton, but he still showed it in a flash. Yep. Jonathan Ward had a good game. He made himself known. Maybe the counting numbers, maybe the stats weren't incredible. Like, oh my God, Jonathan Ward, 100-yard game. But 
he made his impact known. He made his presence known. Yep. You know, Benjamin didn't do that. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. Chase Edmonds snap counts last year, 476. I was going to, we said it on the show during yeah. the week. I knew it was right around Burns 500. And, and, and I was like, it was in the hundreds, but I was like, maybe I'm just off by that because that is a ridiculous amount of so touches. That's how many touches are for grabs. And, and there is a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, you've got to step up in that role. There's a lot of question marks. That, when those two running backs were healthy and running wild together, that's when the offense was the best. Plain oh, and simple. It really changed the entire dynamic. You'd say, "Oh man, you got Chase out there. Oh man, you got James out there." Ooh. It's a it's a a poison every time you go out there. Like, oh, Chase Edmonds can do so many things. James Conner can do so many things. Oh, 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 like now you're putting in Eno, you're putting in Darrell Williams, you're putting in mm-hmm. Jonathan Ward, Keontae Ingram. Like, well, a lot of those guys are solid. Like you could see them having some good plays. Yeah, none of them. As of right now, come anywhere close to what Chase Edmonds brought this team. Yeah. None. Yeah. And maybe it was unfair of us to put Eno in that position, but it like No, it, after all of the talk and I'm everything saying, else, man, like this like, is that that was the road that they took us on. And that's the type of pressure that like Zaven Collins has to respond to his type of pressure, right? That's mm-hmm. okay. I came off a terrible season and I'm a first round draft pick and I need to prove myself and prove that I belong out here. I does I belong on the field. Mm-hmm. Marco, okay, my coach called me out by name mm-hmm. and basically nobody else. I need to prove that I am on the level that I was for part of last season. Yeah. And then, you know, oh man. I've been talked up like crazy. My coaches, the media, the players, I've been interviewed. I've got articles about me. Not just because I went to ASU and I played for the Cardinals, but because a lot of people are legitimately excited about what I could do on the football field. Let me give them a little something. Yep. Just a little something. Yep. But nothing. Yep. Okay, I think it's time, Tyler. Yeah, let's get happy. Should we? <laughs> oh man, I. You know when it when it happens, I I feel terrible, and when it's done, and you know I feel terrible. But we got to do what we got to do. And if there's anything people want to hear, it's depressing Cardinals takes. Anyway, the good. <laughs> yep. Goes with the bad and the ugly, but the good still exists, and there was, quite frankly, a lot of good. Yeah, there was. Like this was a good game. Oh, Cardinals won, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That might be good. Yeah, the card. Yeah, the Cardinals <laughs> won, by the way. <laughs> oh jeez! Can you tell that Tyler and I have both worked full shifts and are trying to remember every <laughs> single snap of a preseason game? Well, yeah. So has that become obvious? So yet? Uh, thirty-six to uh, twenty-three Cardinals win. Yeah. By the way, yeah. So I'm sure most people are out celebrating the win. So maybe they they'll yeah. remember the score. Yeah. But okay. Mill, Mill's going crazy right Mill now. Mill is over going this crazy. Giant oh. preseason win. Oh, you know, even the Cardinals are probably partying in downtown uh, Cincinnati. Um, but but yeah, uh, yeah. Going back to that, I had 10, 10 players that you know really stood out to me. Of just wasn't a ton of plays because not everybody played the whole game. But there was just there was a, a handful of guys that stuck out to me for sure that really either put themselves in a better spot in their battle or took another leap ahead of somebody. All right, so who's number one? Number one for me, man, is oh man, it's it's Victor Dimikeji. Plain and simple. That guy that guy had the best game, I think, out of everybody on the defensive side. Two sacks. Two right? sacks, two quarterback hits, uh forced fumble, I think a tackle for loss. Like he was everywhere. He looks a lot faster, looks just 
just came off that edge, looked like a mini Marcus Golden, and he even, he even talked about his motor uh, with uh, Paul Calvisi after the game. So, uh, high motor guy, looks like that could, who knows, maybe he could sneak in and be a, a dark horse for this. High motor guys always have a place. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Especially in maybe a defense going to be rotating a lot of players. So that, and that's the thing is, if he's another another name you can throw in that mix, that's that's just another positive because again, no one's going to just take over Chandler Jones' spot. So it's gonna it's gonna be made up of a couple guys. And if Victor can put together more games like that, I think there's no reason why he's not going to get more snaps on the defensive side because last year he really made his name in special teams after you know not really cutting it in the defensive side of the ball and he even talked about you know really working on himself he thinks he's in the best shape ever so now it's just putting it all to the test i find it interesting because cliff actually mentioned him by name yeah uh talking about hey what are you going to be looking for out on the defense you know and the question was kind of posed is like who's going to get the snaps who's maybe going to catch your eye and he did mention christian matthew by name yeah we're going to talk about yeah we got to talk about him he said, yeah, there's a lot of guys who didn't play last year putting Victor in that group of players that are going to get a lot of reps. They're going to get a really big chance to show something. Yep. And, and he, he showed them something. Oh, yeah, he did. That's all you can ask for if you're somebody in his position who like, OK, you know, you probably have your spot on special teams solidified. Same thing with Jonathan Ward. You know, Jonathan Ward's probably going to be on special teams a lot. Depends on Ingram, though, man. They're, that's that's a tough, tough battle in the running backs room. Yeah, but I still I still think they'll use Ward on special teams. Yeah, but, I, I still think so. But Cliff only wants to keep four backs, or that's that's like his magic number. Maybe they keep five, but it, it's we're gonna have to see a lot. Yeah, but they're not gonna. I mean, what are they gonna do? With, ah, man, so they got to try to stash somebody on practice squad. And is that Ward? Or, I think Ward would be the more stashable guy on practice squad. All right, that's another time though. That yeah, that's deep. That's it. That's deep. Uh, almost deeper than talking uh, this preseason <laughs> game. Well, if you're going to go defense, then I'm going to go offense. Because Dorch the torch. Oh, yeah. Dorch the torch. Now, Andy Isabella, I, I believe he led the team in yards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it was a great It was, great, it was, great it was a great for showing Isabella. for the other teams that maybe might want to trade for. Right, but Andy Isabella is not going to be in the Cardinals. Greg Dorch, however. This guy is, ah, man, he's, he's got he it. Is, he's got something. He is playing out of his mind this training camp and preseason. And, and like we talked about, like there's a fine line between does it really matter? And yeah, this is a big deal. And for Greg Dortch, he's a guy that this is a big deal. And he just continues to stack practices. And now he's, now he's got a game under his belt of just the guy makes plays. And the guy is dynamic. I mean, punt return, wide receiver. 55-yard punt return. Exactly. And, and you know, he probably could have broke a couple other ones wide open, too. It's just he's that close to a big breakout, you know, chunk play pretty much whenever he gets his hands on the ball. So he's definitely somebody that I think locked into the 53, man. I I feel the same way. I mean, when, has to be. What, it was his 50, it was his 55 yard punt return. And the first people off the sideline to greet him and to pump him up is a, first of all, looking jacked Kyler Murray. Yep. Um, and I think it was James Isaiah Connor. Simmons. Oh no, it was James. That's yep. right. It was James yep. Connor. And so it's like, okay, those are two big time offensive starters who are like, whoa, this guy is a weapon. And in football, when you have to plan for so many injuries, he can fill into a he can fill into a lot of different spots. That was actually him uh, running by. Boom, boom. If you guys heard that, I'm not sure if you heard it. Maybe you didn't hear it, and I interrupted the flow for no reason. But he. He was really, he was really fast. Now yeah. I'm throwing off, but he he was really fast and like okay. What I was saying was he 
locked in and could do a lot of different things that maybe they might need filled in with injuries. Like Hollywood Brown, that guy who's just going to run straight down and use his speed. Rondale Moore, like... He could be plugged into those roles if necessary, if Rondale needs. Oh, man, Rondale twisted his ankle a little bit week seven. He's out for the second half of this game. And let's remember, DeAndre Hopkins is suspended. Right. They need more bodies that can can catch the ball. He can catch. He can run. It was funny. I might be alone in this, but next time you watch him run... Tell me he doesn't run like Kyler Murray. No, yeah. He kinda, Tell yeah, me he doesn't yeah. run like Kyler Murray. Because Kyler Murray has a very unique like running style. Yeah. And Greg Dorch, Greg Dorch looks really similar. I noticed that while watching today. Um, but he he's somebody I'm really excited to see this entire preseason. Yeah. Uh, I feel the same way as you. As I think he's locked up a spot on this roster, especially if Antoine Wesley is going to be out for a long period of time, which, what, we should we be hearing know. about that sometime early this upcoming well, week. Well, they yeah. said they were waiting for it to the injury to settle down before they looked. Oh, oh. I mean, who knows? Yeah, so it's it's kind of up in the air, I would say, at this point. It went from, yeah, we're going to evaluate it in a week or so, but now it's a little bit. It sounds like it's going to be later. What would you think of Jonathan Ward? I thought he did what he needed to do to, to keep pace with that four spot over Keontae Ingram. Even though Ingram also played really well, too. I mean, three touchdowns between the two of them with Ward with two and Ingram with one. I think that's the, it. They both showed what they needed to show. Well, it's interesting because, like you said, Cliff likes to keep four running backs, but there are five, I would say, at least fringe level NFL worthy at minimum backs. Yeah. Like, like the room is stacked. If something goes wrong, all of these guys could play. All of them. They've. They've got the athleticism. They've got the playmaking ability. Eno, kind of more on the power side. But Keontae, he fought through some tackles, man. Keontae punching oh, he's in, a he, he's he punching guy, in at the one-yard line. Yeah, like, he, can, he, he, can, he can push some people around. There's a lot of different types of look your, your looks your running backs can get, but will the sum of all that even equal what Chase Edmonds brought you? Like You can get excited about having a good number of running backs, but that kind of goes to waste when... Yeah. Only one of them is really starter quality it's a good, high grade. It's a good problem to have to have that many guys that are capable to do it, but it's also a difficult task because it's who do I play? Well, and if you swapped out, you know, one of these guys for for Chase Edmonds instead and still had the five backs, then your problem becomes a lot easier because you're not worrying about the number two. But now you're worrying about who's the number two and also who's the number four. Mm-hmm. Now you've got two questions. You're stacked, but you do have two questions. In your list, I, I have a list here from you of good and bad. You put Victor Bolden Jr. Yeah. But he didn't have like didn't, yeah. a crazy game. Basically just had one really highlight-worthy play where he showed off his legs. What really stood out from the former USFL standout? I think just he looked comfortable in the offense and, and looked to, looked the part of what they need a guy to be. And I mean, he was also a punt returner in, in the return game, so... I think he could bring another kind of Greg Dortch versatility aspect to the team, but it's also, I mean, he's got to fight for a spot. Right. I think it's Dortch and everybody else at this point. <laughs> Dor- by by, why, by Dortch a is a great name, too. Dortch the Torch. Yeah. I mean, he's just got he's just got the it. And it's funny, he's bounced around to a ton, a ton of teams. Well, but you can tell Cliff really likes him, too. Yeah, yeah. He might be one of Cliff's guys. All yeah. right. I think, cat, I think it's Andy cat. Isabella time. No, it's. I think we. we I gotta, think, no, nah, it's Christian Matthew time. Okay, it has sorry, to be. it has to sorry. Be. The rookie, hey, the rookie played played well. Another I, person, I, Cliff mentioned by name. Yeah, and and I think 
he's having a pretty solid camp. I know that he is one of the he was one of the guys that was wearing the mitts a lot with the holding and the PI and everything like that. But at the same time, he really showed a lot. I think uh, tonight he had the pass breakup. He had some really solid coverage on a couple of plays. So he's definitely going to be a guy to watch. Especially we just talked about how thin the cornerback room is. He didn't get a flag this game, did he? No, and yeah. that's the thing is the mitts are working. VJ's VJ's onto something. Uh, but yeah, it's it's that's a really positive sign because he is a monster. That dude is so tall. He could be a really, really solid, just awkward mismatch. But you got to get up to speed and you got to do it right. outside of preseason. But it's a good start for yeah, him, it's, especially after what we saw Marco Wilson do. At, at this point, it's like, okay, it's a small note that you can maybe draw on. He, he's going to have to show a lot more. Uh, but he's got the attitude. He's got the mindset. This is the guy that if you if you don't remember, I know you remember Tyler. But when he got drafted, he's like, yeah, I can't wait to go up against Diop. Yeah, which is like insane, just insane. Yeah, but that's that's the mindset. And if he can put those tools together, and Cliff mentions him by name, and again, this is all preseason, and we can assign value to things on maybe players who are going to be on the team. But for those who we don't know if they're going to actually be in the vying for playing time. We're not sure how much any of this means, but Christian Matthew had a good game. He, he had a good game, and that's really all you could ask from somebody who was drafted in the position that he was drafted in and with the expectations that are on him. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. Can, can I, I really want to talk about Andy Isabella for some reason. You're going you're gonna to make a lot of people angry. Did you know Twitter. that he's fast? What? Did you, did yes. you hear? I actually did know that. Did you hear that Andy Isabella? Before right? this game, I actually kind of knew that. How? It's just, it's one of those, that's what Nobody I, told hey, me. When your boot's on the ground, man, you know things. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody told me that Andy Isabella, I thought he was like a DK Metcalf type. Oh, wait, what? Too soon? Oh. Too soon. Too soon. Nah, I mean, he had a good game. Yeah, you got to give Look, him credit. Hey, if you're a Cardinals, if, if you're a Cardinals fan, like I, I would be rooting for Andy Isabella to have a good preseason because that means you're going to get traded a seventh round conditional pick. That's great, because that's yeah. one that you didn't have before. Basically, yeah, just something. Because it's, it's better to have a seventh-round pick in the hand than an Andy Isabella in the pocket. Is that the, the <laughs> phrase? Or or cutting him just straight up. Yeah. That'd just be embarrassing, though, wouldn't it? Almost as embarrassing as taking Andy Isabella that high in the draft would be cutting him. Yeah. 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 Okay, maybe we shouldn't talk about Andy Isabella. I told you, man. You wanted to stay, you wanted to end he it on a, a positive note. And he you, had a good and game. To this he part. had a good game. Sue me. No, he did. And he's had, he had a, a good game. And he's had a couple good uh, good training camp okay. practices, too. He had three touchdowns like a week ago. Somebody who will be on the Cardinals, Trace McSorley. Ago. Trace McSorley had a good game. Is yes, that positive did. enough yeah, to end yeah. this episode for you? He showed both arm and legs. You know, he, he really did. He, I, he, I think he led the team in rushing yards with 32. Yeah, Andy Isabella really unlocked him. Yeah. Oh, Eric. I mean, that was the first. That was the first pass. Was <laughs> that Andy? Was, that was the. That was the first pass. Any other notes, Tyler? Any other things that people need to maybe go back and look uh, for a highlight or a name to watch going into the next preseason game, which is next Sunday against Baltimore? Here. Here. Yeah, I would say you know, check out Dorch's thirty-yard catch. That was a big one. Uh, I thought that was a, a solid, solid one. Uh, check out Dumi KG's highlights because just. I thought it was just solid. It was it was really sound uh, fundamentals from for what I saw, and uh, yeah, that those those would probably be my biggest ones. And keep an eye on Jonathan Warden, Keontae Ingram, Christian Matthews, another guy, 
And I think we just have to keep seeing uh, what these other corners, like a Josh Jackson, he 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 had a decent game too. He had one pass. He's on up. your good list. He is. He is. So that's that's another name to watch. Like if they if they're really going to stick with in house cornerbacks, like that's going to have to be a position everyone starts watching these next couple games. Do you want to tell people who else was on your good list so we give everybody the proper love love right. that they deserve? So here's how we here's how we had it. We had Victor Dimikeji, Trace McSorley, Greg Dortch, Richard Lawrence. I almost said Richard Lewis. <laughs> Shout out the basketball. Orlando Magic legend. Legend. Uh, <laughs> Michael Dogby. Jonathan Ward. What is this name? Victor Bolden Jr., yep. I believe. Victor Bolden Jr. Thank you. I can't read my own writing. Uh, Josh Jackson. My J. Sanders. Didn't really pop off on the stat sheet, but he looked the part. He made a couple tackles. Made he a got cu- in yeah. the way. He yeah. looked good. Josh Jones. I know a lot of people don't really like that name after what they saw him do at the right guard, but at tackle, he looks way more comfortable. And Sean Coogler talked about how much that is his natural position, and it's showing. I, I mean, he had a really good game. Obviously, offensive linemen aren't going to bring stats with them, but you, uh, from everything that I saw, he was on a couple of key blocks. Will Hernandez, for as much as I didn't want that guy to play, he had some really solid blocks, especially in the red zone. And then lastly, I had Christian Matthew because... The rookie is showing off. I'll tell you what, Tyler. If you want to be the person that the Cardinals hire to tell Will Hernandez that he's not allowed to play football, even if it is the preseason, I think they'd be more than happy to bring you on in that position. <laughs> the guy says he loves you in scuffles, so maybe maybe he's just a big teddy bear. <laughs> well, tell you what. Uh, he can tell me he loves me when he's not slamming my body against the ground. The square refrigerator slash Brahim Bull, as uh, Kelvin Beecham is called. A lot of good nicknames on this team so far. A lot of good nicknames. Maybe we'll get some more as preseason rolls on. Now, Tyler, I would keep you here and we can do an in-depth preview of uh, the Ravens game, but, you know, we got stuff to do. We got things to talk about besides this. I gotta go to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) You have like a six-hour drive home. But that's gonna do it for (laughs) this episode of Cardinals Corner, the first ever post-game reaction. It was loose. It was fun. But we also got into football. We finally got here, everybody. Wipe that sweat off your brow because we made it it through the first Cardinals Corner episode that didn't have to talk about some sort of drama. Yay. This was straight football, Tyler. Things that we love to hear, see, and... And hopefully, hopefully it keeps this way. Hopefully this is the start of a beautiful relationship of the Cardinals Corner Podcast and Arizona Cardinals football, the game, yeah, not the drama surrounding it. So until we get to the next game, until we have to preview it, until we maybe have some more drama as I maybe put my foot in my mouth, make sure you follow Tyler on Twitter at TDrake4Sports if you want to hear me put my foot in my mouth on the weekly Monday through Friday, 98.7 FM, 1230 to 530 every 30 minutes and throughout with Burns and Gambo. All the great Cardinals coverage and all the other great Suns, Coyotes, D-backs, Mercury coverage. And you know what? Just to end it off, some sort of update from this computer that's been recording this whole time. It might try to throw me off, Tyler, but football's made me too happy. Until next episode, enjoy football. We'll talk to you guys then.